0: Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. The <laughs> Holy Ghost is here. Let's go. Do we leave right. the bloobs in the water on the table? What do we do? Just for the shots that the you guys are getting? The water's
1: fine. Um, maybe the blueberries we, we take off. What about my coffee? No, leave your coffee. <laughs> what about my That's magic mind? Of Wait, guys, can Keep I tell it. you about this? Keep okay, it. so you guys don't your know. magic this, mind? But it's so cute. Our our cute. viewers, it, we're like all on this inside joke together because I have I OCD. love having inside jokes. We have it's so many. So so I get young. like addicted to different types of foods or energy, like when I really yeah. like something, I love it. yeah, And I'll like kick out whatever was there before. yeah. So I recently was having cappuccinos and then I switched to Prime and now I'm obsessed with this magic mind. It literally is like Wait, this wow. little shot. It's I like a one. No, I have, do you want one? I actually it's have so one. Awesome. <laughs> I we one should all have one. It'll be my reward. Well, so I had it last week for the first time on an on an episode <gasps> and energy drinks give you like a bodily high kind yeah. of and like yeah. coffee. Yeah. Yeah. This is mental focus Mm -hmm. and I'm obsessed with things that just like bring me right into focus. And like, it's just the best They better
2: get them into the 7-Elevens because (laughs) what are you gonna do now that you don't do the Quest bars? (laughs) I'm telling you, and I, 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 oh! This is her
1: new obsession. No, and I also, I switched from Quest bars to RX bars. Okay, no, this is good
0: for us to no, know. No, this though. is good for us to know. She Why would you, what were you nothing, gonna do? You buy her whole box? Oh, Please don't nothing. buy me a box. Literally nothing. nothing. I just wanted to be, I just wanted I to know it, more about how I can serve you it. as a friend and love you as a friend. Wait, and I want to know you, crof- what you love. Yeah,
3: we're just, we just want, <laughs> we need to know our
1: friends. They
0: were oh, about to give me a 200, 200 bars. count, I basket am
1: about to float her pantry. I the RX
0: bars, so good thing I took it. Okay, which one's your favorite? I love RX bars.
1: The black wrapper. Which one? The dark the chocolate. chocolate. And it's only it's a, that one. She will not l- even salt. look twice at any of Chocolate no sea salt. How'd
0: you know that? Because I had an rx Bar obsession.
1: So do I. Those You're are much like better for you, You're by the way. are just like me
0: for real. No, like, <laughs> I hate it's that. It's I, it's no, I know. I need to have that green thing, like, normally after this. Have is my good. actual reward. Once You'll we're done, it. I'm going to be like,
3: My reward will probably be like a bowl of pasta, but I love that. No, same, same, same. Stop that That's so good.
2: Hi, guys. Hi. My name is Angela. And my name is Arielle. And we... I'm so sorry. Star Go ahead. Start over. Oh okay. no, we do this every time. Oh. No, our audience knows. I, she's starting Star over. over. I said, hi, I said, hi, <laughs> hi. <laughs> hi, guys. I'm Angela and I'm Arielle, and we are Girls Gone Bible. We are a faith-based podcast. We talk everything spirituality, mental health, relationships. Everyone is welcome. All religions. You can feel safe with us. And today we have two very, very special guests. Our dear friends. Allie Yost and Ashley Hetherington.
1: Hi! Hi. Hi how are you? I'm nice. so. so okay. grateful. I'm I, so grateful. I know for a fact please that Jesus. there's there's nobody that watches us that doesn't watch you guys because you guys mm. are the it things Stop in it. this that's space. Real. No, no, no absolutely oh, not. If you guys want good rock role models to look up to in the Christian space, Stop. it's these girls. And let me tell you how we met. So I went to Passion this year. And I yeah. had known of Allie for a while and I knew that I wanted to be friends with Allie. I saw her at Mosaic one time. Yeah, and she was when sitting I still lived here. Yeah, when you still lived in LA. This is whack. And this is
3: nuts that we never like it never happened while we were still living in the same I city. Know, like, I it's know. I know. Because now but you live the Nashville. But that was the timing. Like,
1: we weren't supposed to meet yet, you know? 100%. Yeah. 100%. And so I met them at Passion, and I literally ran up to you guys, and I was like, hi. It was I instant. I love you. It and
0: was, was instant. I was like, she's my sister. Immediately, <laughs> I, I want her to be my bestie. Like, <laughs> oh. literally, we were like,
3: she's in. She's in. But it, in. it just That's... shows
0: God's timing. Because yeah. if y'all had maybe met six months, eight months prior. I mean, I can't prior. imagine it
3: being any other way. But, like, there's right? a reason why it didn't yeah. happen. Because yeah. we literally, like, would attend the same church. I think you guys were literally there together. I think we were,
1: yeah. And, and I, I was
3: too scared to say anything. Well, I was at
1: church we, alone, and I said, I'm just going to leave. Will well, I, you know what's so funny she is, she is she I saw I saw Allie behind us, and this. I had been wanting to be friends with her for the longest time, and it's so funny how, like, we can doubt. believe lies. We and, both and, were having doubts. Right, and and thinking that the other one maybe didn't. Li- like, I didn't necessarily so think that, but I remember I turned around, and I saw Allie, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to say hi to her. And then I and turned I around. And I scurried out
3: like the coward I was.
1: Well, whoop! no, because Allie has this like she has this face when she's focused and it's a little bit intimidating and I, don't I re- like that no, I've never
2: seen I don't you. know. like that on you no
1: because you just have such a strong presence mm. you're just so yeah. strong so if you're not your smiley self which you usually are and you're yeah. just like focused on the message I was yes. just with the Lord yeah oh, and God. I was like oh and I like literally felt like I got shy and I didn't go up to her yeah. and I should have but it's fine I was we shy met. too we would just
3: be
0: shy <laughs> 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 yeah. you guys would have said nothing to each other just stand there. <laughs> I don't okay. know, like, <laughs> yes, that's so true. God Get knew tattoos. the right timing at passion. <laughs> I mean it was so anointed. It was just like yeah. immediate oh, friends. Immediate. It was and then when we met Ari, it was just immediate. Like oh immediate. Oh, I you, when guys. we
3: met, when we met you, Angela, and then we we were like, we could only imagine what it's gonna be like when we meet Ari wow. and like all of us come together. So praise the Lord. This oh, has been such a blessing. It really has. And I'm so grateful to be here. I'm so I'm happy. We love you guys, guys, are here. guys. We love y'all you so. You guys much. are
0: doing such incredible things for oh the kingdom. Gosh. And I gosh. just for you to champion us, we want to champion y'all. Aww. I cannot believe we're even all here, and I just feel like the devil's shrieking. Bro, in his boots. shrieking. He is so He's angry. we were sitting it. here
3: at this table together. He were
0: shrieking, shrieking. <laughs> you, you are, I'm, you laughing I'm gonna start
2: saying that. I, I love it. I, shaking
1: I, in his boots right now. Hell is shaking. No, he is yeah. because when we come together, like we we just have so much to say between the four of us. <laughs> I'm so excited to get into it. So you guys are here in LA. You're visiting from Nashville, and I just want to get into both of your stories. Like, on Girls Gone Bible, we love to just platform people to tell their testimonies because we know that, like, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the power of our testimony, the word of our testimony, and I just know that Sharing your testimony gives somebody in the audience, somebody in the viewership, that like they can possibly see their story in your story. So I want to start with that. Whoever wants to go first? Yeah, they feel heard. You know, yeah. It's good.
3: Yeah, our testimonies are so powerful. Oh, you want to go first? I can go first. Take yeah. It. Um, I feel like there's always like a long and a short version of your testimony. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, we like, want to we, we hear everything. From the and and we, Or we could just do a little brief. And, and can you
2: get raw for us? Because we need yeah, a I need raw vulnerable. testimony. Yeah, That's yeah, what we I do here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We tell everything. We're just well, like, so what's so
3: crazy yeah. is like, so obviously we went to uh church last night and we did like this fun worship night and it was crazy. At the Circuit amount, Riders? Yeah, at Circuit Riders. We love them. They're amazing. Um, and I met so many girls that, like, spoke into my podcast. I was not even expecting it, but it was, like, so much confirmation that what I'm doing with the Lord in my podcast is, like, what mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be doing. Because, like, obviously I have my social media and stuff, too, but um, a girl came up to me and she was like, bro, your story's crazy. And I said, <laughs> what? I I just feel like we get so numb to our own stories. Yeah. That we're like, I'm. I'm sitting here and I'm like, I don't think my story is that crazy. Honestly, I don't think my testimony is that wild at all. But just the fact that somebody came up to me and was like, "No, it is.
2: It is." And she probably related, and you probably helped her yeah, because you for got sure. so raw. Yeah. But like, we just dilute
3: it. Like, I don't know if y'all yeah. relate to that, but like, mm. I legit will dilute, which is such a dishonor to the Lord. Like, low key, that's like a sin. Like, I should oh, not yeah. be because tre- that is a story that He wrote, and for mm. me to be like, I don't know, it's not that
1: I'm, like it's not that big. It's not that big of a deal. What? That's the Lord. Yeah. How dare you say that? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? A hundred percent. Ari and I actually <laughs> have found this within ourselves that when we go to tell our testimony specifically, we almost rush through it. That, yes. yes, because we'll be like, nobody really cares and that you it much. So it it many be times, that special. Mm. yeah, but yeah, and you t- tell it so many times that you think like, oh, some they've probably already heard this. Where there's a huge chance they haven't, and yeah. even if they have, they'll probably gain something new because it's God's story and it's in your, your life. story. Yeah. yeah, like even if it
3: does have similarities to other people's lives, like, does it? Mean that it's not unique and completely tailored to you because that's what the Lord does. Exactly, He's personal, he's intentional and he makes each and every one of our stories tailored to us, right? Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs
1: go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines,
3: no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.
0: This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited.
3: knowing Jesus, kind of, right? So my family's been Christian. Like, we've always Mm -hmm. been believers. But my parents were never... uh, We weren't the type of family that was, like, super religious, though. So we weren't going to church, like, every Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, We would go to church for the holidays, right? Like, Christmas and Easter and stuff. And my parents were really good about speaking about Jesus. Like, they brought him in the home. And we had, like, our Bible verses on the walls and stuff. And we would pray before dinner and everything. Um, But it was really easy for me to be lukewarm because there just wasn't any, like routine. I guess yeah, like more of that like routine, right? Yeah. But I think it ended up being such a blessing because I really like I got to choose Jesus as an adult. Like yeah. it was never something that was like forced on me at a young age or whatever. So I do believe it was a blessing, but um so anyway, I, you know, I grew up around that, kinda like hearing about Jesus, praying to God from time to time, but I never took him seriously. Like I was super, super lukewarm. Um, there were times where I was like, you know what, I'm gonna read the Bible. Like I never even really tried to like pick up the Bible or ever know Jesus at all. You know, like I knew him, but I didn't know the gospel. Yeah. I didn't know I knew he died on a cross, that's it. Like yeah. I didn't know anything further than that, right? So how old were you at this time? Um I mean like probably teenage years, right? Like yeah. 14, 15 years old, 16 whatever. Wow. Yeah. Um then I get into my 20s and I feel like that's when like everything, you know, the world gets heavy. Obviously in your teenage years too, but like you get into your 20s and you start living on your own and then you get all this freedom yeah. where you're like living by yourself and you can do everything you want and your parents don't have to tell you what to do anymore and it's like kind of fun and exciting, right? Especially when it comes to sin because it's like, bro, who's going to tell me no? You mm-hmm. know? And I didn't even know that I was living in sin either, so that was the other part. It's like I was just so naive, like we give her grace, yeah. right? Oh, absolutely. So um, you know, I'm like, I'm of the age of being able to drink. I'm like single. I get my first apartment at the age of like, I don't know, like 23. And I'm having so much fun. I'm going out, like, boys, like, all of it. This was when I was living in Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. So I'm originally born and raised in upstate New York. And then my family and I, we all moved down to Charlotte, and I lived there for about eight years. Then I moved out to L.A. for a year. Mm-hmm. Now I'm in Nashville as of like two, Got three months it. ago. So okay. she has been bopping around, but. Okay. Um, so yeah, but like the, the main part of my 20s have been in Charlotte, North Carolina. So, um, and I have these people in my life and I have these relationships and I kept, like in the beginning it was really fun, which is also what the enemy does, right? It's always so fun in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then it wears you down mm-hmm. and I felt like I was beginning to get to a point where I was being worn down. Mm-hmm. Where, like, the going out, the being hungover, the boys, the attention, um, you know, even some friends, like, it was getting really exhausting. And I was feeling like I, I still wasn't getting that thing yeah. filled in my heart. And so, and, but I would lean on people so much for that. Like, I would lean on people, I would lean on the world, I would lean on girlfriends, and so, I would be like, I wanna ride or die. Bro, that's what I would Mm, say, ride or die. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> who rides and who died for us, <laughs> yes. Jesus, Allie? Angela, would. Would. <laughs> I, I <laughs> you would.
0: Know, I do ride. I'd be a rider. No, 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 for sure. And you know what? But that's through Jesus. <laughs> it has to be it Jesus first, be though. It's not idolizing that. Yes. It, yeah. It's like, an the idol. The only
3: reason that I have y'all rider dies in my life is because of Jesus. Because he's at the center of it. He still comes first and all of that. But yeah. I, Jesus, was not first in my life at all. Right. So I was trying to understand God. Why can't I find solid community? Why can't I find solid friends? Why do I keep getting trashed on in relationships? I was abused, like. Like, emotionally, just, like, I, I was in really awful back-to-back relationships, you know. Um, I hate saying that, because I don't want to speak ill of the people in my past, right? But, like, it just wasn't healthy. It's like, okay. Yeah, I, and I was Toxic, unhealthy. Maybe. I, I played into the toxicity, too, you know, because yeah. I had ways to grow. Jesus was not at the center of my heart. Mm-hmm. I was not perfect. Mm-hmm. So... Ooh. Um, so I needed to swallow. I love that it's so you know. I, I did that, that. I like choked, the whole podcast. By the way, I have like um, bubbles in my throat. No, the whole but it's, time. It was it's real. It's the minute it's I started like, talking about people. I just I don't I don't like to speak no, ill. But that is but the it's truth, your story. Is like it was just bad relationships. No, and, yeah, and, and you know?
1: honestly, and it's normal. And and just like you said, like hurt people hurt people. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure. And to be honest, it's not like you were dating godly people at the time. God so bless. So obviously them. there was hurt. Of course, like people. And you were not a godly person. No, I wasn't. Yeah, it was all worldly. So um You're not even saying anything.
2: Yeah. You saying abusive relationships is nothing compared to what I say.
0: <laughs> it's real. It's, it's real, real. It's real. And so many people abusive, listening emotionally. relate and understand exactly what we're talking that Because
1: when you don't have Jesus, you will not value
3: yourself.
2: You can't
1: love people right. You can't.
0: And, and you can't be and, in good relationships. Right. And so you'll will you'll will
2: ha- you find offense in that. Like, and you'll take ab- abuse. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. Are, yeah. Okay. So
3: I just like I couldn't and all I wanted to do was love. Like all I wanted to do is love my partner in all those relationships and be enough and all I wanted to do was like love my friends and be enough, and I kept feeling rejected. Mm-hmm. I kept feeling like I wasn't enough. I was cheated on by multiple people that I dated, um, and I was like, wow, okay, I'm not enough. They keep wanting to look in other places, and um, even when it came to friendships, I was rejected and left out of things. I was like really fun and cool in the beginning, and then, I don't know, mm. I just became lo- like old news, and I wasn't being mm. brought around anymore. People found new friends, um, and I just felt like What I was looking for was just not happening, you know? And I was living in Charlotte for, like, seven years. And granted, there were still incredible people. Like, I still had great people. But overall, bro, I was like, I ain't got nobody, you know? I don't have anybody that could, like, literally pick me up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, 100%. No (laughs) ride or dies. We're present. Pick me up. So, um,
3: (laughs) yeah, and I was like, God, I've lived here for seven years. Like, how is this possible? Like, how have how has this happened with me sitting in this city for seven years and I have not found one solid person? How is that possible, right? Mm -hmm. And so I remember, and like with me having my social media, I had blown up on the internet like a couple years prior to this, right? So the Lord, really blessed me with like being able to go full time on social media TikTok was what blew up for me first and um, I just loved pouring into people but I just felt like I kept pouring in and I wasn't getting that pouring back right and at at that point it's like we're only human and so we can only pour into people for so long until we're literally at the ends of ourselves like the only reason that I'm able to pour into people now is because Jesus pours into me first and now I can pour into people Mm. but when you are constantly just trying to like pour into others on your own will and your own strength you will hit a bottom oh yeah like you will be dry. And that, that was the point I was getting at is I was like, I can't keep loving people and feeling like this. Like, where do I go? Mm -hmm. You know? So I remember I posted this video on TikTok and I was in my bedroom and I was crying. It was a Friday night and I was like, I have no friends. I have no plans. I'm just sad. Like I'm sad of spending another Friday, another weekend, right? Of not going out and not having a community or friends. And so I posted this video. This was like, probably like four months before I really seeked the lord. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy cuz this was like my break. Like this was when the breakthrough was really starting for me. And, and I How old were you? I was This was like a year and a half ago. Wow. So like how 27, 26, 27. Wow. And I I got on That was another thing too is like whenever I would go through something, I would record it and I'd put it on the internet because I was like, you know, other people yeah. get it. We, you know, and that was the person was just like my phone or my parents or something. It was healing to you? Yeah, it yeah. was. Like it was, and for both people on both sides of the phone. Like I so know those videos alone. helped other people be yeah. seen. Like I don't Absolutely. regret any of it. You yeah. Know? Um, but I was like, y'all, I'm on, I'm here alone on a Friday night again, and I think I did it at like two in the morning. And I was like, there's no way this is like gonna blow up or anything. That's not why I was doing it. I was just kind of being like, I was just like doing like a video diary kind of where I was just like, this is how I'm feeling. I'm sad. Like I don't have friends. I feel excluded. Right. And so I'm like, I don't know. I just. I feel like I'm in my mid to late 20s and I still haven't found, like, my people. And Um. that was really frustrating for me, you know? Posted it. It went, like, stupid viral overnight. Like, 800,000. This is real hurt. Like, that is real hurt that people feel, right? The fact that that went viral. 800,000 people liked it. Millions of views. Like, 2.4 million views. That's 2.4 million people that know that feeling. Yeah. That's 2.4 million people that needed to seek Jesus the same way I eventually did, right?
1: Yeah.
3: And so, um... I ended up making a decision that I wanted to start taking the Lord seriously. I I just heard it. I just I felt yeah. him whisper
1: to me, and he was like, "You need to take me seriously because you've never tried." Can I ask? So what? What prompted that? What led that? Was there somebody in your life? Did you listen to a sermon? Mm. Because were you praying already, Good or question. was it literally just one day? No. Because I've had moments like that. Yeah.
3: It was literally that. Like I I don't even I can't even explain it. It was literally just like. I knew that the Lord had been pursuing me like my whole life, bro. He was so present. And even through my journey of me going viral on like TikTok and stuff, there were moments where I was like, God, I know this is you. Yeah. Like I knew in my core that everything that was good that was happening to me with my social media and stuff, and like even just making like X amount from the views that was paying my rent, I literally remember one moment, I cried and I said, Thank you, God. Like I was recognizing that he was very present. Right. Um, but I wasn't listening to sermons, I wasn't yeah. reading my Bible. I wasn't but I would pray to him from time to time. And I feel like that's all he needed. That was like the mustard seed, you know? <laughs> and so he let me kind of go through all this hurt until I I I just realized that I had tried everything, you know, like I tried the relationships, I tried the friends, I tried the world, I tried the bars, I tried the tequila shots, I tried <laughs> the boys, I tried all of it, and it just nothing was making me feel fulfilled. And so um and not not even the success of my tiktok like yeah. not even all the incredible amazing like heartfelt comments that people were putting in my comment section mm. don't get me wrong it was all so huge like to have people saying i feel so seen you have no idea how much this means to me like i know what i was doing was good but not even that was filling my cup like yeah. me turning to people on the internet and being like yeah. like it didn't matter how many comments i could read mm. like Yeah, it's like a quick dopamine, and then it leaves. But then I was like empty again. Yeah, Yeah. and so I remember January came around, and I made the decision that I wanted to move to LA. And it was funny because my motives for coming out to LA was a bit more selfish. Not that I was a selfish person, but like I had selfish tendencies. I was like, "Lord, I want to be." I want to be a freaking superstar. Yeah. He called me to be a superstar, which yeah. I think is true, but, like, oh, it's for him, true. you know, it's, not yeah. for me. But it was, like, for me at the time. So I was like, God, it was, I you know, you. I, like, got TikTok famous, and I was like, I'm going to move to L.A. Like, every freaking TikToker does. <laughs> and so I do that, and I was like, but, I said, but. If I'm going to move out to LA, which is like the biggest move I've ever made, right? I'm moving away from all my family on the East Coast. Bro, I'm going to be far, okay? And I've only ever been like so close to my family. Like I said, like we lived in New York and then we all moved down to Charlotte together. And so I've never been away from my family. And I was like, I'm going to do this. But if I'm going to lean on anything, I think I have to lean on God. Like I don't know what else it has to be. Um, and so January, I got my Bible. I went to Barnes and Noble and I got my Bible, and it's so cute and it's pink and it's got flowers. And I was like, I'm gonna open this. I'm gonna want to because it's cute and it's Jesus and it's good. And so uh, <laughs> and love that the was way it. She talks so much. That, that was it. I literally was like, that's it. Okay, I want to take him seriously because I also was like, Wait, I were you already s- in LA? No, this was while I was still in Charlotte because I moved to LA no like mid January. Wow. So it was like two weeks before I moved to LA was when I got my Bible and I was like, all right. I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna read my Bible, and reading the word, which is why I will never stop telling people this, when people are like, how do I become closer to the Lord? How do I strengthen my faith? How do I find him? How do I hear him? The word, because reading the Bible was what completely changed my life. Like I, We've said this, we've said this, I started reading my Bible, and it completely changed my heart. Done. Yeah. Done. Can I
2: ask you something? Because you said when you were younger, you, you read the Bible, right? I tried.
3: And when I say and that, it didn't I read get one page, and I probably wasn't even present. Right. I was like, this is boring.
2: Because you had your identity into everything else, Yeah. So you couldn't And focus I didn't think it could it.
3: give me what I needed. Right, you right. Know? Okay. I felt like at that time, it was like, I just wasn't serious enough about it. Yeah. God needed me to go through that loneliness. He needed me to go through that rejection. He needed me to go through that I've tried everything. Now you need to take me seriously. Right. And so, yeah. and so, the first year of me living in LA was so isolating because it was like, mm. then you move to a city like Los Angeles and you want to know Jesus now. Mm, I know, okay, I know. You know, yeah. But it was such a blessing, even in that, with the loneliness, because I felt myself becoming more and more content with being okay with a, being alone, right? Because I had such a problem with being alone before, because I was like, wait, but I need people, I need community, which is true. Like this community is such a blessing, and it, like my faith only strengthens more by being around y'all, like yeah, people like yeah, you and being course. in the community. But it was so intentional what the Lord did even with me being in LA alone with him in my kitchen, in Los Angeles of all places. Like it's giving the same energy as when people looked at where Jesus came from and they're like, how do, can anything come out of Jerusalem? That's good? <laughs> like how can anything good come out of Los Angeles? How can anything good come out of anywhere? Like the Lord can do anything. Yeah. So I, yeah, it was just me and him chilling in my kitchen and then I couldn't stop talking about him and then, all of my social media has been about Jesus now. And in the beginning, I was like, oh my gosh, God, this is so scary. People are, no one followed me for Jesus in the beginning, you know, and so I couldn't stop talking about him. Like, I literally just wanted to be like, he's so good, are you kidding, he changed my life. Like, I have purpose. Like, I literally know what it feels like to actually truly be loved, you know? So that's been a whole transformation too. And then
2: once you found him, he brought you the community.
3: Yeah, but not until like a year later. Like I'm telling you like the community has only been so new in my life. It's only been like the past two, three months. Like basically since I moved to Nashville is when, and that was crazy because it was like immediate, which I know isn't always like everyone's story, but I wasn't even expecting that, right? I was like, hey Lord, we did it for a year. Like by the way. I can be alone yeah. again. I can be alone again. It's okay. Again. I can and do then it. he was like, "Okay, she's right. But also,
0: you weren't idolizing it. The idol yeah. was taken off the pedestal. Like yes. the the needing that that ride or die. Yeah. You didn't need it anymore. Yes. You needed him. And God does that, where He doesn't give us yeah. what we want. Yeah. Sometimes until we only want Him. Right. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, you're ready now. Yeah. You're not gonna. I think
3: that's it's not good what's to, saving like, you. Want it? Like I know that He knew in my heart that I wanted that. Because yeah. obviously, it's what I've always wanted. I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting it. Like, I don't think we should ever go be like, oh, I don't need it, like, and reject it. It's like, no, I want it, but I'm okay with sitting in this loneliness for as long as it takes because I trust you, God, and I know that... I only need you.
1: Yeah. you know. I think it's a couple of things why God does that because he did that for both Ari and I as well where we were isolated with him for a while before yeah. he brought us the community. Yeah. And I think it's for a couple of reasons. I love what you said about how it wasn't until you were gonna move to LA that you were finally like, oh, okay, I actually, I need somebody to rely on. Like most of us find God in a time of need and dependence. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah. through that dependence yeah. in him that like we're actually like, I, I just, I need an anchor or I need a rock. And then also, it's like, he knew, he needed your faith to be yours. Yeah. He needed our faith to be ours. I'm so happy that my faith was birthed out of my mm. just need and dependence for yes. the Lord as opposed to people around me telling me things. I didn't have one person saying anything to nope. me. So I know for a fact, this is mine. Nobody told me to believe this. Actually, in fact, my family... Was a little bit like, "Whoa, this is crazy." All yeah. my friends Honestly, are like, "You're being a little weird." Probably like, "Whoa, yeah, my but mom is My know, mom is good. the most godly, holy yes. woman ever, and even she was like, "Don't you think you're taking it a little too
0: far?" <laughs> you're with like some
1: really of obsessed,
3: though. <laughs> yeah. You like really, really, I know. Love him.
0: Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was your a... choice. It yes. wasn't like it wasn't like you're you know other people were telling you to read your Bible, and it wasn't like something. that's like a communal thing. It's you, and then once you make that decision he then puts you with people, oh, that girl made that decision too, I'm gonna make you friends. No one manipulated
3: her into it, no one convinced her, no one threatened her with hell over it. You said, no, I actually just want him.
2: Mm -hmm. But I guess my question to you, because when I was in my isolation season, I Mm -hmm. always say sometimes you have to be alone to really build intimacy with Jesus. But I also am on this other side of when I was in isolation season, it was so crucial for me to build a community. I mean, because all of my friends had moved out of L.A. So I was completely alone Yes, and I was going through a bad breakup. And so I was like, I need community. And that's what saved me. And Mm -hmm. so my question for you is, is during that year in L.A. when it was just you and Jesus, we, did you meet people in the church? Did you have any sort of community at all, or was yeah. it just solely you and Jesus that whole year? Yeah,
3: I love that you said that because I think that that also shows how intentional God is with every single one of us. Because He knew that you you actually like needed community yeah. through yeah. that, even though we were kind of going through that same loneliness. Like He knew how you would handle loneliness and how I would handle it, and like at the speed that you needed community right. versus needing community. Mm-hmm. Like He's yeah. so intentional because it's it's true, like. In loneliness, you need community. Mm-hmm. Like, you really shouldn't be sitting alone mm-hmm. with those things. Mm-hmm. But I think that the Lord knew that I I needed to sit wow. in that loneliness, you know. Um, but I love that he took such great care of you. And he was like, no, Ari needs community right now. Yeah, like, he's no, so good.
2: That's good to know because I know there are so many people watching this that are just alone. Because yes. we get a lot of messages and we're like, it, no, it's God so still real. hasn't brought me my friendships yet. Yeah. And so that's great. That's a great testimony yeah. for people to know that, hey... She was alone for a year. Yeah. And you probably learned so much in it that did. year. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's beautiful. And yeah. something
0: I also know about Allie is like, you love Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you and Jesus are best friends. Yeah. I hope like, so. Jesus is everywhere in her house. Same thing with Ange. Ange <laughs> saying oh with my her. Gosh, we literally you see saying crucifixions I'm everywhere. Really? I'm like, bless the <laughs> Lord. But like hey, crosses you know, there's no devil door in my house. Over every door. It was door. like the spirit of God. But Allie specifically, like, <laughs> it is like Jesus is your best yeah. friend. Yeah. Yeah. And you are became best friends with a person in that year. He was my community. He was your best friend yeah. and I think that's, that's so awesome. encouraging for people to hear because yeah. some of us maybe feel like who's listening like you can't mm-hmm. feel feel complete joy fullness purpose until you have that yeah. kingdom community kingdom best friend whatever yeah. but you actually can experience it now because you have him, yeah. that's it. Everything yeah. else is an add-on, and God provides. He provided for you, he provided for you, he provided for you. It's like, wow. Yeah. You really just need him, mm. but... What you know, a cord of three strands cannot easily be broken. He wants us to be in community. But I definitely was not like plugged in like I am now. Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. I think true community is people that you like literally go through life Dude, with. You fight, know what I mean? like, War together. Yeah. I I think and I <laughs> love what you said, Ash. That like on the truth is like yes, we need community, but you don't actually need not first anything. But you don't need anything. Um, except for Jesus. So you could live for the rest of your life without anything else but Jesus. Does he want that for you? No, No. not for everybody. But I was in, So I still had friends of course, but when it came to godly friends, it was truly me and Jesus for a minute. Like I would be in my house with my Bible all day. I was in this world and God needed to have me in that place because it's as if I like completely disconnected from the world for the first time, mm. and I would like go hang out with my friends for the day, and I would legitimately miss Jesus. Yeah, I would miss him. Yes. I would be like, I can't wait to get into my bedroom and see him again and talk yes, to him again. that's so <laughs> right? real. Hallelujah. Or like times I would travel, it, and I'd be like, I couldn't
3: prioritize like my Bible as much. Yeah. I'd be like, I can't wait to go no, home and be my No, you would tell me, you'd be like, like I just miss
0: Jesus, Seriously, Ashley.
3: That's I'm like, so real. hundred percent, hundred
1: percent. And then for the longest time though, I, and yes, I still have some Christian friends, but again, like I said, community people you go through life with mm. on a day to day. Like your problems are my problems, we and vice versa. Each other. Me and Ari, it was just me and Ari for a long time, and we didn't need a single I love other that, person. Though. Not saying we didn't. We, we have other friends. Amazing. Yeah, we have <laughs> other friends, but like yeah. when it came to that godly, like me and you and Jesus in this thing, it was just us for a long time, yeah. and it is still just us sometimes. And we don't need. And we. That's all we need. You know yeah. what I mean. Actually, not anymore. Because, not anymore. But not. you know what I mean. But it's but, like yeah. God will supply you with what you need. So mm-hmm. if you don't have it right now, it's because yeah. you actually don't need it right now. Yeah. How about you get yeah. into your testimony a little bit? Let's hear yes. everything, and, and then, then we'll get into and then how I you can guys share
0: how we became. Friends. Yeah. 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 Please. So I relate so much. I feel the Lord is just speaking so much about this message of like just being with Jesus because yeah. that was my story that. for the first year of my faith. Um, but long story short, I did not grow up in the church I did not grow up in a Christian home I literally went to catholic mass twice a year that was my that was <laughs> my life growing up can uh, I just crazy. say something
1: really quick when I met Ashley I thought Ashley was one of no. those southern girls that grew up in the church because she's literally one of the most godly people I've you ever seen she known Jesus well, her whole life no literally like you see her and that is holy that's yes. like this girl's yeah. holy so when I heard that you didn't even know Jesus your whole no. life I was like no, no that's mind blowing definition no. of you can tell she's I been with goosebumps. Jesus yes. well, it's crazy
0: well people are shocked because they're like you must have just always been a Christian mm-hmm. um, but I would literally go to Catholic Mass twice a year, mind you. And I would go to the bathroom to wash my hands for a long time. And I was like, I am so bored. I do not diss any Catholic I under the sound even- of my voice, but for me, I was so bored. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I didn't know God. Mm-hmm. So I grew up and I just, you know, you get into your teen years and Everything is, you know, confusing and you're Mm -hmm. finding your worth and you're finding your identity and boys was everything for me Mm -hmm. and also like sports, performance, perfection, needing friends to like me, feeling excluded, like all the things, went through all of it. And then I just remember the Lord just met me. I was searching because He puts that He prompts us to search, right? Mm-hmm. And I was searching. I remember like I was reading the Power of Now. I that is not a Christian book. I am not giving a Christian book, book recommendation. Too. I read it, a year but I was ago. just searching. <laughs> I was just like, I need something. Like, am I going to become a Buddhist? Like, I don't know. I was like, yeah. I need wow, to know my Ash. purpose. Wow. It was specifically my purpose. I did not know my purpose, wow. and I could easily be a chameleon. And so I was like, oh well. That's weird. Like who am I really? Mm-hmm. Who and and then so I read The Purpose-Driven Life by Rick Warren. My friend got it for me. My best friend growing up, she was always a Christian. She was reading that in a book club and I was like, "Oh, what are you reading for your book club?" And she goes, "Oh, we're reading The Purpose-Driven Life. It's all about finding your purpose." I was like, "Done. Give it to me. I'm ready for my purpose." And then the first line is all about how it's not this book is not about you. This book is about God and Rick Warren. Literally, the next forty days, I'm reading about Jesus mm-hmm. through a book, which I love, that I love. You stayed reading it, and you no, didn't I, go, I, guys, it was my Bible for a whole year. It's the best book I I did not read the Bible for. I did not read the Bible. That was my Bible. I yeah. would read it every morning on wow. like before wow. school. I would literally read it, and my family thought it was whack. Wow. Here I am highlighting this random book. Uh-huh. Like every day, I'd have How my Cheerios. I'm 16 my years old. Cheerios, <laughs> baby! But yeah. I kind of have two testimonies because I, you know, reading this book, but like I hadn't read the Word of God. Yeah. I hadn't read the yeah. Word of God. So meanwhile, I get into a relationship and we are like, we're, we're not living a godly relationship. And I was a lukewarm girl like through and through. I get into this relationship and I'm lukewarm for four years four years, I go to college, I'm lukewarm. I'm going to church, but I'm, and I'm reading my Rick Warren book, right? And I'm reading, I'm listening to sermons. I'm not reading the Bible no. and because I it was boring it was boring yeah. I'll, I'll say I was bored by the Bible I just yeah. like I don't want to read it like it looks like work yeah you know I'm like that looks like a lot of work and so I would go to church I would listen to church sermons I would listen to podcasts I would listen to Christian podcasts you know read my book say I'm a Christian but I was like sleeping with my boyfriend mm-hmm. and I was partying getting hammered drunk with my friends but I'm a Christian yeah I love Jesus right But you didn't know. so but what happened is my junior year of college my I'm living that way for guys a long time 17 to junior of college that was my that was my walk and um my parents tell me that they're getting a divorce at the same time that that boyfriend and I we break up the same month and I was so Mm -hmm. mad I was just mad I was like oh my goodness, like, I remember being like, God, you could not have spaced that out. That is yeah. like mean. Yeah. I was like, God, you're being mean. Yeah. And it was just so sudden, I just, it was horrible. Yeah. And so, um, you know, just like that month, you know, and that happens, guys. Sometimes it's all at once, yeah. and you're like, Lord, how could you be good, you know? And so, I then, I would love to say right now, well then, I read my Bible. No, you bet I went all cold. I was now cold. Yeah. I was going to the bars all night, like 3 a.m., like hooking up with guys. I will say I was I was the worst version of myself. I was mean. I was a horrible friend. I mean, guys, it was like the worst, worst. I can't even
3: imagine it. And no one can imagine it.
0: And that's what gives God so much glory. Because it was like, guys, the worst version. I was like an empty shell of a human, but I was having fun, right? It was fun. Because there's a reason sin is fun. If it wasn't, none of us would do it. So I was getting this affirmation from guys. I'm having fun, nightlife, whatever. But like, I'm a horrible, empty shell of a human. And I also feel empty. I do that for a year. And then God, he, I'm literally, I'm home because something, I just reached my wit's end. Like I, none of, I was trying to find healing in that, in the world because God, I couldn't trust God anymore. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to the world for healing. And it wasn't working. I, I literally reached a dead end. And I remember being home for, home for college break, winter break, and I'm in my bedroom and we all have a moment like this. And I was in my bedroom, I couldn't get out of bed. My curtains are drawn and I'm like, so depressed. And I'm like, I literally can't get out of bed. I, I I, just, I have no energy, I have nothing to keep going. And I felt the Lord, I'm telling you, you know this. You know this feeling. I felt the Lord extend his hand to me in my room. And he said, you are gonna heal, but you are gonna heal with me. And I said, okay, <laughs> all right, I'm about done with that other stuff. Because <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> it didn't work. Yeah. You, get, you find awesome. it, and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't feel, it feels a little, that felt good to get that affirmation from a guy to you know, get drunk, to do whatever, to, but it doesn't last, it's and you temporary. leave feeling worse. Yes. And God says, you're gonna heal with me. So literally, guys, I get back to school, I cut it all out. It was gone. I said, I'm not going to talk to any of those guys. I'm not going to even go to a bar. I was in a sorority, but I would, like, go, and I was like, I hate this. Mm. And I would leave early, and I wouldn't drink. I was just done. Cut it off cold turkey. When your right, eyes, when your right eye is causing you to sin, cut it out. Yeah. When your right arm is causing, causing you to sin, it cut it out. Don't you dare go back. Mm. Once God tells you, don't go back. Don't flirt with sin. Yes. You know, don't flirt with your old temptation. Yeah. So I left. Mm. And, um, and then COVID broke out. We all go back home for you know because we have to graduate early I guess now, and I just fall in love with Jesus by myself in my childhood bro- bedroom. God, you, I Jesus. had the same story. I literally was by myself, and that's when I started reading the Bible. Yeah, and that's when the Bible and Angie and I we, when we first met we talked about this. How once you open that thing and once that's you the, really read it, you ain't never, gonna be, never yeah. going to be. You're never going. You literally will. And people would look at me that's six why months it's later. Six months later, after seeing this crazy girl at college who'd fall asleep with the lights on and was like, you know, yelling at her friends, like just horrible. <laughs> Can you picture um, it? Can't no, guys, picture. I love that you can't picture it. That gives God so much She's glory. so good. And so then I'm like this, God changed my life through the power of the word. And I would just, I just got to know him and people would say, what happened to you? Wow. They're like, what? And then all in that, you know, I started like creating videos. It's 2020, COVID's happening, but- That, I mean, having just that moment with God where he was like, you're done. And it's almost like, you know, you you pick up, you leave, you leave Mm -hmm. everything. You say, he says, follow me. You're like, you just go. All okay. right, well, I'm done.
2: Yeah. Thank <laughs> you for being so vulnerable. Can we just Gosh, talk- I'm so proud can, of you.
1: Can we just talk about the <laughs> fact that I've been thinking about this a lot recently and how we said earlier about how like when you, w- w- sometimes we will like try to skim over our testimony super quickly, we get mm. embarrassed. We're like, yeah, nobody really cares about this. Mm. Or even sometimes you can leave things out because you're like, this is too much. They shouldn't know this. And that's something that like all of us struggle with that we're like, do people really need to know this? You don't understand your honesty in your testimony, mm. truly slapped me in the face. Like I was so taken back, and all three of us mm. teared up listening to you talk. That you, was so
3: different than when you even shared your testimony on my podcast. Holy spirit. Because I felt like you were holding back even on my pod. Bro, that I'm so proud of you right now. Well, it's real. It's, it's real. It's real. So you heard. know what you just
1: did though for me and Ari, I don't Thank know about Ari, but probably she's in the same boat because we share so much on this podcast, and sometimes we're like, God, have we said too much? Because mm. we take it and too far. No like such like thing. I know, but then that really Do you understand you talking about the things that you went through? And I knew most of it. Even in that moment, I felt free. I felt free of my past. And I've been free of my past. But, like, it's still. So that honesty has encouraged me to continue to be even more honest than I've been. So I thank you for that. I'm not (laughs) kidding. I love
0: you guys. Thanks for allowing. I mean, it's just, it's not even our story. I love it. It's like, this is God's story. And God, he delivered me from that. To share. Yeah. Not to be quiet. Right. We conquer the blood of the or Lamb to, like, by it. the word of of our testimony yeah, and right. the blood. We, we conquered the devil by the blood of the lamb and the power of our testimony. We took the blood before, but now we share in our testimonies, he's be shrieking, be shrieking. Yeah. Yes. Yes. My that's dude is right. shrieking. So, Thank my you for even I, I, I have so many
1: things to say and so many. I love Ashley, here. I love you guys. I love you guys so much. I Listen, there's so many. Something that's so, like, it just overlaps in all of our stories is the fact that we all we're hurting and we all look to so many things to heal that hurt, to fulfill the void, to fill that emptiness. We all came to the conclusion that nothing will ever fill it except Jesus. Mm -hmm. All four of us, the Bible changed our lives. (laughs) We are Girls Gone Bible for a reason because once you go Bible, you can't go go back. back. (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) it changed our lives. It changes your heart. It changes who you are. It changes your character. It makes you more like Jesus when you read the Bible. And it's so beautiful that we all just made that decision, though, on
3: our own. On homes. our own. Oh, yeah. But
0: he was seeking us yes. yes And that's the grace. Yeah. That's grace. Yeah. What, I mean, th- with all our past, it's like we, it's grace. So undeserving. I'm, it's, I,
1: I think about the fact, too, that like all all four of us, we've gotten to this point where we know that the only thing that will bring us that peace is Jesus. And I think about when he says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Mm. And so he's saying like, I give you peace, but the world gives you peace too. But the world gives you peace, like you were saying how sin feels good in the beginning, of course it feels good. It's a counterfeit,
3: it's not real, it's not real peace.
1: Thank you, he gives Mm. peace, but the peace that the world gives can be, can be and will be taken from you right away. But the peace that Jesus gives, nothing, what God gives man cannot take. once he gives us that peace, it's not something that anybody can take from us. It can't us. be taken, yeah. And I love
3: that, too, because when I did have friends, when I did have those relationships that were good in the beginning, right, it was yeah. peaceful. My life yeah. was so good. I was so happy. I loved my people. But then it it got, it, you saw the actual fruit to it, where it's not everlasting, you know mm. what I mean? Like, that's only Jesus. Like, his peace is the true peace. Everything else just mimics and tries to be that. Come on. But he is that. Thank you.
2: Did you guys ever just think about when you were like living the ways of the world, where you thought that was your peace? Oh, like, I thought
3: we were, we thought we were content.
2: Oh, we thought we were okay. It's like comparable to living in hell. Yeah,
3: I or just be like legit. I mean, when when the Bible tells us that we are like spiritually dead, mm-hmm. we like I like legit was dead.
2: Oh, I always say that I, I was, actually
3: hadn't experienced real joy. Oh yeah, I'd experienced happiness. Like I'd been happy. You know, I was a happy person. But joy, mm-hmm. like the joy that the Lord gives you. No, I've never felt this. I'm alive now.
2: No peace.
3: Like there's no real peace. No. Did I you am-
2: feel that? Oh yeah. my gosh, I'd be sitting there just like disassociated. I was yeah. dead. Yeah. You could. Dead. S- do you guys ever look back at photos of yourself yeah. and you're just yeah. you? You look like a completely different Sometimes person. Sometimes I can't
3: do it because I'm just like oh, that makes me sad. I yes. was looking yeah. at
2: pictures from a year ago. I looked. Dead in my eyes. You can see it's it in the, in the eyes, eyes when isn't it? you don't have the Holy Spirit. Yeah, man, you eyes. are dead in the yeah. eyes. Yeah, yeah. it's. Real. I
1: I love even thinking about when I first met Ari, and Ari was always. The she was always who she is now. You guys know her. She's joyful, she's sweet, she's funny, she's like compassionate. Oh, the most compassionate. Oh, she was definitely always com- <laughs> compassionate. Yeah, no, but uh, just seeing Ari, like the way that the Holy Spirit, like it's just that empowerment that comes through the Holy Spirit that just makes you sit different. Yeah, it makes you look it different. It does. That's what God does. He will, it He doesn't just glow. transform your heart, like you will transform physically. Mm. Um, I, I, I just, go ahead, what, whatever you what, wanna say. So I
2: wanna hear about you guys' friendship <laughs> now. now. Okay. Tell me how you guys met. Yeah. Ash,
0: it's you, giving bestie pause. I love it. I love beautiful. it. Ash, go ahead. Okay, so um, this is wild. So here I am, it was just like a random day and I had been watching some of Allie's reels because who hasn't? Um, we far? had connected on Instagram. like far? Just a simple like, follow, me, yeah. follow back. Sorry, right? let me
1: just say that uh, <laughs> these girls do so much on social media. They have huge platforms. They have huge, um, so much influence. And we're so grateful that you use your influence to spread the gospel. Yes, thank you, Jesus. We have books that are written that we're going to talk about. No! We have a podcast yeah. from our girl. <laughs> so we will get into uh,
0: everything afterwards, but oh go ahead. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I was following her and I watched some of her reels, and I just felt so led to just be like, you know, just, I just loved her. Like, I just, God was giving me, giving, you know, favor. Like, I just, like, I had so much favor for her. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, I just want this girl to keep going, keep running. I just think she's so totally. funny, too. You just really cracked me up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so then one day, I'm literally, I can remember it clear as day. I was just like walking around upstairs. I know
3: exactly where I was, by the way. I was just walking upstairs, Which is like, crazy. I think I was like, you know, like exactly doing my skincare.
0: I okay. And I, <laughs> All of a sudden, drop from the Lord, it was like, you need a DM Allie. Wow. And I was like, what? He'd
3: never spoken. I was like,
0: uh, and here's how you know it could be God. We hear a lot of questions like, how do you know the voice of God? Um, it could be God if you would never think about that on your own. Like, mm-hmm. if you would just never have done that. And I, and it, or when you start arguing with that voice, I said, God, I don't know her. She might mm-hmm. think I'm weird. Mm-hmm. She might think uh-huh. I'm weird. Uh, why would I do that? Mm-hmm. And then he was like, you, you know, <laughs> yeah. he just kind of gives you a He's just side a, dad. He's a dad. He's a dad he like, goes, you listen. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So <laughs> I reach out. You I DM a knew. voice I s- memo. I d- Yeah, I just said, I f- I just love what you're doing. Blah blah. It was so just I leave encouraging.
3: It. it was so kind. You were literally were just like, I just love what you're doing, and I felt like the Lord was telling me to tell you that. And I remember, I I don't know why I remember, ex- I mean, obviously there has to be a reason that I know exactly where I was, what I was doing when I got that DM. Because I don't remember where I am all the time when people DM me. Why do I remember that specific moment? But I remember also being like, feeling really, uh, I was under a lot of like spiritual warfare that week, specifically, and that day was like really hard for me. That Like I slept in so much that day and I was like, today's trash, I'm trash. Like it was just one of those awful days, right? Mm-hmm. And so when Ashley sent me that word of encouragement, I feel like the Lord was like blessing so many things in that one he was obviously cl- like connecting us in this friendship right but also like I needed to hear that because I was feeling so discouraged that day and again like this was when I still lived out in Los Angeles so I t- wasn't getting a whole lot of that when it came to community right mm-hmm. um so you sent me that and I remember voice memoing you back and being like you have no idea how much I needed this like it was so <sighs> random for me where I was like I needed that encouragement like thank you so much And then that was it. Like, that was
0: just, like, kind of the end of our conversation, right? Yeah, dude. So that's it. Then, this is, like, God's timing. Listen to the Lord always because he just knows. Like, just listen, okay? Just listen. Um, So then (laughs) she then posts a story. She's in Nashville, Tennessee. I then reach out. I'm like, oh, my goodness, you're in Nashville. I live here. Two days after she
3: DM'd me, which, by the way, I did not know where you lived because— in She's not very obvious about where she lives online. Like, I feel like it's not in your bio. Like, she doesn't put her location on her photo. So I was like, she could live in Florida for all I know. I had no idea. I barely yeah. knew anything about her. Um, and so when she had DM'd me, it was just two days before I already knew I was going out to Nashville to look for homes because I knew I was moving to Nashville, That's okay? Amazing. So then I posted on my stories and you were like, excuse me, 48 hours after we had connected, you were like, I live here. No way. Wow. And then, yeah.
0: so I remember calling her that night Literally that night, and I'm like, oh my gosh, we need to get together. Next day we're getting coffee. Yeah. Expedited. Literally yeah. expedited. We're getting coffee. We're and like connecting. I was connecting. doubtful going into that. I almost canceled. Why? Okay, this is wild. You need to share. And I no will just way. say, if you, before Ali says this, we were talking about this. If no you her- have already said yes to something, listen to me so carefully if you've already said yes to something and then leading up to it you do not want to go you're getting sick you're just tired you don't want to go all these what if I just skipped that is because God has something so big for you there and the devil wants to steal it if you say yes to
3: something in the spirit and you're like lit you're like okay yeah I'm going to commit to these plans this is going to be great and then like leading up to it you know that feeling like last minute where you're like I want to just stay in my pajamas I don't want to go sounds like work I don't know I'm scared and then you say no bro that is an attack from the enemy because he knows that that could be fruitful for you to go to.
2: Thank you for so sharing wow. that, girl. She wasn't wanting to
3: come. <laughs> I almost canceled. I literally had the text message typed out. Huh? No way! I love you, I'm yeah. so glad I didn't do it. <laughs> but I remember I said, I'm gonna call my friend Elise, who is a believer and she's wonderful, and I told her, I said, I don't know, cause to be honest, y'all, like I was not even a full year into my journey yet, and Ash is like radiant of the Lord, which I loved, but a part of it actually intimidated me. Yes. yes, where I was like, she like really knows Jesus, and I'm probably going to show up looking like a freaking weenie because I've only known him for like eight <laughs> I months. I had those I was like, so many no, I'm new.
0: I was like, I don't know if I nice. really. Gonna That's that for like well. six more months from now. For real, because <laughs> I, I also was like,
3: oh, she must have known the Lord her whole life. Like, wow. who am I to like wow. sit down with so yeah. so awful, so sabotage, so the enemy? And so I called my friend Elise and I was like, I think I'm like not gonna go. I don't know. She like really loves the Lord and I feel like I can't (laughs) go. Like I just can't show up. Like I'm just not on that level. Like she lies, 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 (laughs) lies. Right? Yeah. I was like, she like loves Jesus. Like I love Jesus. Don't get me wrong. He's saving my life right now actively, but I don't know if I can do it. Like I'm gonna look like an idiot, right? Wow. So then my friend Elise was like, I think you have to go. She was like, I don't think you're supposed to be canceling this. Like worst case scenario, like if you're there and you're having an awful time, just like cut it short and leave, you know? And I was like, you're right, I already committed. That was the other thing that I was struggling with. It's like, I felt the Lord being like, you already said yes. So I was like, okay, I'll go. And then we go and we end up sitting there for like two to three hours talking about Jesus, sharing our testimonies, immediately hitting it off. And it's funny because like, I didn't even expect the way that we connected as soon as I moved here. Like I was like, oh great, like she's great. Like we're gonna have a great friendship, you know? But like, it is so clear how intentional this friendship is with me moving to Nashville. Like, bro, you you are like my art. Like, we like legit. We think of that so much, even with y'all's friendship. I'm like, you are you are mm-hmm. that with mm-hmm. me. Like, we are together all the time. We live eight minutes down the road. She's my sister, and that She's was literally so like, Lord. Like, like my family. Truly, you are. And I told you that because <laughs> in the beginning of the friendship, I like I have my trauma from friendships. I have my trauma of like yeah. I'm old news, and people are gonna be bored of me, and then they're gonna find other people to love. And mm-hmm. so I think I we were standing in your bathroom, and I said that and I was like, you're you have to be stuck with me because like I'm really. <laughs> I was it's like, I'm like, I really love you, and I'm like, really loving you oh a lot, honey. and I can't lose you. Isn't yeah. it the best?
2: So, it's so important. It's like, and when it's the right time, fight for those friendships yeah. because having that friend that you can just go to at any time of the day yeah. is so special and yeah. it's important. Doesn't yeah. it make you feel safe and good to know that you have your person? Totally. What what I you didn't know what one that one felt like for real. It's such a gift, yeah. And this and was your first friend, right? First your first Christian, Christian like, friend,
0: Jesus. Steal it. Yeah, he wow. really was. No,
2: he
3: really was. And it was funny because then I started to talk to another... It's cool, because the Lord has actually brought my, my community very virtually, too. Like, I have a lot of girlfriends that I'm close with and I talk, us. like, I have another friend um, where I went, yeah, for me, you guys it came Can to my men? mind as soon as I said that, like, it's for real, like, so he's connecting us through guests. the internet and it's amazing, understand. like, the fact that we could connect like this across the country, and I, know. I even said that, too, I was like, what a blessing that we just get to fly across the country and hang out with more people who love Jesus, I and know. it's like, we never left Nashville, you know what I mean? When God has
0: friendships for you, it will be expedited. Yeah. Yeah. It will be fast. Yeah. Like y'all were fast friends. Fast. Like, it just, yeah. you throw any real, like any God given relationship, yeah. like follow his pace, Yeah. because he's like, all right, time, yeah. time for you to step into yeah. this. Like I already, it's almost like he already has these planned for us. Yeah. We walk into them. Yeah.
3: Mm. And I, I, like one of the biggest things, so, like I said, coming into this friendship, my biggest secur- insecurity was like, she's gonna get bored of me. So I brought I brought that also too. How could to anyone get bored of you? because bro- everyone did up until now because no, no one else loved Jesus. I don't know, whatever. But um, it was a lie that I hadn't broken off yet, you know, even into my journey. Yeah. And so I went to another one of my friends, she lives in Virginia, she's incredible, and I was like, she loves the Lord so much. And I told her the way I felt about you. I think this was actually even before I like brought it to you directly. And she was like, okay, but she goes, because I'm, like, comparing to all the other friendships I had before. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm just scared because, like, this, that, and the next has always happened. And she goes, yeah, but did those friends love Jesus? Mm. I was like, mm. no. Mm-hmm. I was like, they were very worldly. And she goes, yeah, so if Ashley loves the Lord, she's never going to reject you. Like, that's yeah. just not, like, this is different. Like, this is yeah. just going to be different because Ashley's different, yeah. you know? And so, well, I it's just, such
0: a lie because yeah. I was even telling her this today. I felt the Lord, you know, was just. Wanting to tell you, like I think the enemy has tried to tell you that lie because you're an amazing friend. Mm. Like truly, yeah. like you are an amazing friend. You've gone to war for me. Yeah. War. Yeah. You fight for yeah. me. Like yeah. when I'm like unwell, mm. you're fighting. Yeah. And I just, you are such an amazing friend. And so yeah. a lot of the things the enemy will target, unfortunately, like, like that he's going to target the thing that God actually put in you. He yeah.
1: always yeah. will attack yeah. your anointing. Why
3: would he, he waste his time attacking something that isn't your strength? A hundred percent. He's gonna go for the thing that the Lord's blessed you the most with. Yeah, I you know? do want to really mm-hmm.
1: quickly touch on because you have a lot in your story, Ali. You talked a lot about rejection mm-hmm. and like feeling rejection and being rejected by people. Mm-hmm. And all of us, everybody, fears rejection. And one of the reasons why you do conform to the world is because you don't want to be rejected, mm-hmm. and you think that by being like everybody else will mean that they'll accept you. Mm-hmm. And I think about the scripture where um the disciples are talking to like the pharisees and and the people that literally killed jesus and they say the, the stone that you builders rejected became the cornerstone. Mm. And so Jesus was rejected so much by everybody yeah. and look who he is. Yeah. And it's actually protection. You being rejected in all those relationships and friendships in and, and that be. world. God was like, I'm not going to let you have Get contentment in this. Yeah. in this world. I'm going to make them reject you. Every rejection I've ever experienced. Mm. I've, I'm not kidding. I don't feel rejection. Mm. I don't feel it because I know I'm not rejected. God doesn't want it for mm-hmm. me yeah. I don't want it for me yeah. I'm not rejected nobody rejected me he was rejected yes. and you can't reject Jesus yes. so you That's know so what good. I mean I know you're
2: right yeah. and so, That's good. Yeah. And no, so but, it's yeah. that
1: classic like saying of like rejection is truly
3: God's protection. Like the Lord was like, I'm not gonna let you stay in this forever because if they never rejected me, then I would've been living in those relationships forever which were just not meant for me. Like that was not supposed to be my life. This was supposed to be. So if it wasn't for all that rejection, I also probably would've never turned to the Lord. Like there's just, there's just so many reasons to why we experience rejection from the world and it just, it really just shows how much what was meant for evil, like the Lord truly always makes to good. Like when you feel the hurt and the pain of what the world can do to you, God always makes something, like he wins every time. Mm -hmm. He won, like even through all the rejection, all the tears, all the pain, all of the feeling like I wasn't worth, God said, I'm gonna use this and I'm gonna make make it good. Mm -hmm. And that's what he did. Everything's good, we're good, we're not rejected. Mm -mm. We're protected by him. Absolutely,
1: 100%. It's so good, it's so good. Ash, I, I wanna talk a little bit about, so you wrote a book. And let's Silence just tell everyone, we are so excited. We are so, my girl is so humble that she didn't even bring a book, and I'm mad about it because I want to look here. at it because co- it's so beautiful. It's not and present. And the contents are amazing. <laughs> and just tell us what it's about and tell us about, I know it's, it has to do with the waiting season and being in a waiting season, mm-hmm. and just speak to our people about that because – Everyone feels like we're they're all in a, waiting in a waiting season. season. <laughs> we're, we're all waiting. waiting. We're all. Yeah. like, yeah. In one way or another, we are.
0: <laughs> Seriously? I'm yeah, sorry. we're in a waiting season. I mean, I relate more than many. I'm just kidding. No, we all relate. Yeah. yeah but of some of us, we really feel it like, really feel it. And so um, I just felt pulled to write about trusting God when you don't understand what He's doing mm-hmm. and you don't understand why He is making you wait on something. Um, what do you do when you have a huge dream? a desire, a vision from God. Like Joseph was, he got a vision from God and he was sent into the prison cell for two years, right? But God gives us visions and dreams for a reason and he wants us to trust him and that his timing, he will make it happen Mm. and that he's faithful. And so the whole book is about, um, it's a devotional. So you get to read it every day in your waiting season, girly, okay? Or there's a man here might need that. Um, Absolutely. But... Whatever you're waiting on, like God sees you, He loves you, mm. and this book is to remind you of that daily. That you can trust Him. Mm.
3: I can't believe we How long did you work on that? She, Ari, stop it. Ari, we are all in a waiting season for our husbands. Ari
0: goes. I can't believe we're all single.
1: It's because crazy because here's the single. thing.
0: Fully. fully, no, fully, no, of, like actually, fully. I haven't even been on a date. Okay. Again, oh, that's no. Good because, no, that's good Dude, because we're I we need know. to keep that. Have I you know, guys been on we, a date?
3: Because we haven't been on date. I haven't been on a date in probably a year. I really? Really? I've been yeah. on one date. I'm so when? sorry. I don't know.
1: Never mind. Oh, so wait until no. <laughs> I'll tell you later. Okay, listen, oh, listen, it was a friend date.
0: Hang on, I'll tell you later. Wait, friend. but the fact
3: that it even qualifies in this conversation is not giving friend uh, date. So like, yeah. whether you're waiting on your
0: future spouse or waiting on anything, because some people are like, oh, waiting season, singleness, but like, sometimes, no, you know, it can be more. waiting seasons for other things. Oh gosh, like, waiting yeah. season for a job, waiting season for a child. I mean, there's some painful waiting seasons, yeah. but specifically for singleness, <laughs> it's funny. We're all single, that's yeah. whack. And
3: I think that what was you wh- said, so cool. whack. I've, said, oh, that's I've okay. said this before, but I think it's so cool that the Lord kept you single through this book and oh, yeah, everything, because no
0: it's, like, yeah. it's also
3: like, I don't know. <laughs> Let me just, I, just repeat no that, there ain't but no mans. I love that because I feel like that just qualifies you even more for this book, because you know how, and there's no shade to it at all. Like, I think all, you know, um, advice of people who have walked through singleness whether they're married with children or not is all valid because obviously they lived it you know but I think it makes yours so special because you are still actively living in it still in it that it's (laughs) yeah but it's awesome because it's not like it's coming from a POV of Ashley who's like married with kids and then people look at it and they're
0: like okay but like that's great for you yeah thanks but also you're happily married you know what I mean that relationship that I got out of was my last long-term like Deep relationship. About How it? Sorry, um, we were together for four years, and God has kept me single since that breakup. How, when did you guys break up? We broke up when I was twenty-one. When I went
3: five years crazy. Ago?
0: When I went, I did my whole party phase, and my parents got a divorce. That that breakup. That was oh, the that. last relationship I was in. the Lord has kept me single since then. Like no, way. I've not dated like a like a I'm I haven't been in a godly wow relationship. Ash. Not even like a Neither good have bodily I. relationship, like a couple months. Oh, I learned so much from Wait, him. That's so no, fun. like literally. Jack we're spot. both gonna experience it. And we're both gonna see it for the first time for each other, though.
3: That's, That's fun. I'm same.
0: believing for it, but like I do pray that this book encourages you from that POV because I was like, you know, you start writing these books two years out, and you're like, and you're like I literally, I'll then. be so vulnerable. I thought doing this book, God would bring my spouse, and then I would be like, it would be this like glory story. And you guys, he has not no. come and yet. Like, it's literally, so I'm single as a. Pringle. I don't understand why people say that because like Pringles are never single. Like Uh they're they're always in a bag with other Pringles. I am single, and the Lord has allowed me to learn, and it's been a crushing. Like there's wait when you're waiting, and when you're really believing God for something, there's crushing.
1: Yeah. Do you ever get mad at God?
0: Yes. Frustrated, confused, wondering. But also at the end of the day, and I think this is what God has taught me. It is like living with open hands. Mm -hmm. Like, like God. Like I want God, I want and I want to get to a point where He is enough, just as everything, you know, take anything that we're waiting for off the pedestal mm. and just want him mm. and he's enough. Everything else is a bonus, even yeah. our husbands. Yes. yes, They're gonna be a bonus, but yes. they're not God. They're, they're not, not gonna God. be our Jesus. And that's to say, oh, once my husband comes, by Jesus. No, oh, and he doesn't want your that. Your place has been taken. Yeah. I, now I'm gonna go to this person for everything. It's like, no, Jesus, mm. you will stay my Jesus. Mm. And no matter if this happens or not, in the waiting season, my girl or my dude, no matter what God does, like, he is enough and mm-hmm. he is good. And we sometimes he doesn't give us the thing because he wants us to see he's enough. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's been a, a theme from this message yeah. is, like, he's enough, period, whether you have the friend, whether you have the job, whether you got that that gig, whether you have the man. He's enough, period. Yeah. Once you learn that, you will not be satisfied by anything that he gives Mm, you, right? Yeah. You got to learn that. Well, so
2: many of us put our identity into men, you know? Oh, absolutely. And relationships that just aren't Jesus, you know? And, like,
0: being seen, being loved, being asked out on a date. Being told
2: you're beautiful. That's why it's so important to be alone with him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you guys
2: ever, Mm -hmm. like, go out and try to meet guys?
0: I love you in Ari. Nashville. Like, I truly no, love you so much.
3: no, but you know what we do? We go to events. We go to church. We go to these things that you know godly men would be at. Yeah. So, like last night, like last night, were they we met so guys many last her, night. Yep.
1: How old were I, they? Were they? 12? I, don't know. I didn't
3: want to ask. <laughs> I would say,
0: there are cute That points. is important to like, you don't want to like be waiting on God and then like, all right, I will be in my prayer closet for 30 years. It's like, no, I'm going to wait action. on God. I'm he going to action. also pray and then take action. When God prompts me to go to something, when, God, when God's like, hey, you know, go to this thing, there's going to be like, it's going to be fun. Like, but I want to preface
3: on the action because I think the action is simply just putting yourself in a position where it could happen. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Not being like, okay, Lord, I'm going to go look for my husband. Do your thing.
0: No. no, it's no. You're not seeking.
3: You're not searching. It's not seeking, but yeah. you are not staying in a closet. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it, we like, we like, gotta this. stop
1: staying in the closet. Yeah, Angela right. and I Can actually stay, stay in, in the, the closet.
3: closet. Well, um, your
0: prayer closet. Yeah, I mean, no, something i something I've also <laughs> found so much. One, oh, yeah, God is sovereign. God is sovereign. When He wants you out of your prayer closet, you'll get out of your prayer closet. Period. Yeah. Two. We are meant to be found. Mm. God has shown me that so many times. Like we We can go to these things. And I would have this. I used to just look, like I would just search. And sometimes I have to fight that in my flesh. But God wants us to all be found because we are diamonds. You don't go into a diamond store and like the diamonds like looking to be made worth, like like looking to like say, I have worth. I'm a diamond. I have worth. The diamond knows. It's worth, yeah. And the person, the man goes into the store, the woman goes, whatever. You're going into the store, and you know that that has worth. Yeah. What's and the scripture so, you
3: just said it the other day where
0: it says, "He who finds a wife finds a good thing. Finds he who finds, finds not she who finds a husband. Yeah. No." We're it not, does not, not say she, she who, says, who finds eh, a husband. We're here.
1: huge we, here on yeah. men pursuing women. We and love women. that. And yeah. that's what the
3: Lord wants. Like, that's that's yeah. what our roles I are. I think men need to be the encouraged. Beginning of time. Yes. Men
0: need to be encouraged. Even any man listening to this. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, like, you know, go pursue us. But anyway.
1: <laughs> DM I me. <laughs> DM me. No, but <laughs> I'm
0: saying you need, if you see a girl <laughs> no, 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 that no. you, if you see a girl that you are interested in, but the enemy is feeding you lies that you're not good enough, that you're not this, that oh, you're not I'm sure, that. I'm sure tons of men hit on
3: her. I'm, yes. like, I'm not gonna add to that. Christian boy, let's make you there a man are, of God. Wait, wait, which men do listen to y'all's yes. podcast? Yes, we know, oh, that. we have so a lot God. of I know men. That's amazing. so <laughs> fun, because when we went to, when we went to what was it, this The Send? send? Yeah. Yeah. There were men coming up to you guys
0: saying, yeah, that doesn't they happen were,
3: to me, it's all girls. But <laughs> but
0: I love that though. I will say, if you're a man of God under the sound of my voice, You, like if you feel led to pursue a girl, but you are like believing the enemy's lies, like we're not asking guys out, okay? So please just go out in faith and do it. Mm -hmm. And step out, like step out in faith, ask her. Mm -hmm. Ask her, if anything, there's a good friendship out of it, okay? So, but the issue, I think, maybe, right? I mean, I don't wanna say what the issue is because I'm not a dude, but I feel like a lot of us women, godly women, are not getting asked out enough. And it's because these men are believing the lie that they are not enough. You know what it
3: comes back to again? Rejection. Yeah. Yeah. It's rejection. But what I love is that if we remember, just like what my friend said about you and our friendship, where she was like, does she love Jesus though? If you are pursuing women who love Jesus, they are not going to laugh in your face. They're not going to reject you in a way where they're like, <laughs> okay, why are you asking me out? Mm, that's but I feel so like true that's Al. the fear that men have is like, and like, don't let me speak for men. You know, y'all, y'all know, but I'm just, this is a theory, is the rejection. Because that's a big thing to carry. Like, being the one that has to pursue and make the first move, that's a lot of pressure. And I want to give like... Mm you know, sympathy to that. Because, yeah, like, you gotta be the one to, like, do the thing, you know? It is. And so, I, I just, I don't know, I wanna bring, like, light to that, that if you're pursuing women who love Jesus, like, they're not gonna look at you and laugh at you and, like, no. make you feel rejected. Like, they're gonna love you in that moment, whether mm. she says yes or no. Like, there should be Come love on. in that moment. That's so
1: good. You know? I can I can speak, probably, for all of us here and saying, anytime a man has ever approached me, I've never once been like, that was weird. That like, ever. I actually, I feel a lot of respect for them, especially yes. if they handle it well. If they do get rejected, and then they handle it Bro, well, huge then respect. I actually kind of am like, hmm, like, wait, that was, he was yeah, kind exactly. of an awesome guy. Well, and there's a thing about, so masculinity is like, masculine men don't fear rejection because they know their 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 self value and their self worth mm-hmm. is so solid mm-hmm. that it's not reliant on whether a woman wants to be with them or yeah, not. Yeah. And so a that's masculine so good, yeah a masculine man has no problem going and approaching a woman because if the answer is no, that's not his woman, and he'll keep it moving. And I think that's because he trusts the Lord. Yeah, and, and so you know it's, when you
0: when you know when you see a man like that, like oh my gosh, my friend just got engaged to one. Mm-hmm. He literally he saw her. He's like, all right, I'm going after is it. The, oh. Honestly, it's <laughs> It's really tr- moved
1: for her. It's moved. like so it it's a sign of masculinity, actually, and a sign of self confidence mm. to be able to go up to a woman and be like, What's it like you don't have to be weird. I also want to preface this by saying you also don't want to be in every girl's DMs. That's yes. not a good idea yeah. either. Gonna but say like that. if there's a girl and there's a reason why you like her, not just because she's another random hot girl on Instagram on. and you who says she loves Jesus. Exactly. You know? yeah. No, but you've like been either on Instagram or in person, but like you've gotten a taste of who they are and you can see certain things. And, and you're attracted to it, and you like it. It's appealed to you. You should go up to her. Mm. They will respect you for it. Yeah. It's I've all only- about
2: the delivery. Be an assertive, masculine man. It's just Say, "Confidence. I'd love yeah. to take you out to dinner." Don't ask the girl, "Um, what do you? Where do you want to go?" Say, "I'll be at your house at eight. Yeah. Book it. Ask and take Ask her maybe it. what her favorite food yes, is And
3: make
1: the res.
2: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. 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 No, there is nothing, you, it's
1: just so funny because men could, it, it's lies, it's all lies. You would think that like, oh, but if I go up to her, she's gonna think that I'm like no, blah, 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 whatever. Lies. But actually, I, I think about the men that I've met throughout my life that were unable to have the confidence to go up to women and that's who I look at as like oh that's not yeah. great but a man I don't care if you get rejected by every girl if you have the don't go up to every girl but if you are able to have that confidence to be like this doesn't Respect. this doesn't change yeah. the way I think about myself if you say no I'm gonna try anyways and if you anyways. feel the
0: Lord is putting on your heart hey go at like cause I believe it'll be divine like mm. when God reveals to you who your wife is going to be it will be divine like yeah. we yeah. see that in scripture like Boaz and Ruth like everyone Like, oh, well, Ruth went up to him. I said, No, 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 go back to when Boaz said, Who is this girl? Yes, he knows who is this woman. So, when God reveals to you this person that you're like fond of, taking a liking to, you know, pray about it. If you feel the Lord's like, All right, go in, go Mm -hmm. for it, just see what happens, step out in faith. Maybe it's a faith move too for these amazing men of God, like stepping out. The only way to know is to just try it. So, we want to speak life into you because I feel like a lot of men have been just just believing those lies from the enemy yeah yeah,
2: yeah that's thank you beautiful. for bringing that up there oh, was how did we nothing. get here it was from know, the waiting season and singleness yeah so let's yes. go back yes. to your book. So Ash's book
1: you have you have I think you speak a little bit about waiting to hear from God so I I want to ask you your opinion because I know I feel like especially recently I've heard a lot of people saying things like I just haven't heard from God in a long time I just haven't heard yeah, from him. Yeah, that's real. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it's hard. I'll speak for myself personally when I feel like I do hear from God all the time and he is really loud mm-hmm. with me. And, I, and it's almost as if I always know what to do. And so I think about, but it hasn't always been like that. And I think about the seasons where I didn't know what to do and I wasn't hearing from him. W- what were some seasons in your life where like, because you clearly hear from God. Like, you are very in tune with the Holy Spirit. He says, move, you move. Like, I love watching that with you. So in the moments that you
0: couldn't hear God or you didn't know what he was asking you to do or what he wanted, how do you deal with that? So it's so funny. Um, I feel like the last year, to be so vulnerable, I feel like this whole podcast, we were just doing that. I love that. The last year in my waiting season, specifically for a husband... I have felt the enemy attack that, mm-hmm. attack my ability to hear from God because I feel like God has spoken, spoken things wow. to me. And then anyone understands this in a waiting season, God has spoken things to you and you've been prophesied and it's been confirmed, confirmed, confirmed. Not just like one random person on the street said, This is a word from God. It's general, like, It's prophecy. One person says it. Another person says it. They don't even know each other. Mm. Then you're getting that confirmation. Then you're reading a scripture. You know God is speaking, Mm. but then you don't see it. Mm -hmm. And that's when you doubt that voice. And you say, God, I mean, was that just a fluke? Like Uh. what? And so in those times, I think, and to this day, I experience that. To this day, I wonder, is that God? Yeah. Did God say that five, six, eight months ago? I go back to journal entries, and I'm like, God, I wrote this. I really felt yeah. like you said, I don't see it. God, where are you? You yeah. know, those those are real things. When I feel that, Angie and I talk about this a lot, fast and pray. Mm. Fast and pray. Let me just tell you one more time, fast and pray. Every time I get to that point and I fast and I pray and I deny myself and I humble myself and I say, God, I don't care about being more productive. I don't care about, you know, whatever, like having energy. I need you. I need you to speak. I need you to move. I need breakthrough. God always shows up. So mm. I'll say fast and pray. And no one wants to hear that because it, it it's really painful. It's yeah. work. Um, yeah, it's it's work. Everyone's like, oh, I just want to hear from God, but I don't want to actually deny my flesh. Two, I think you need to ask for wisdom. Every time I ask God for wisdom, he's faithful. James 1.5, whenever you lack wisdom, ask God. He gives gen- generally, generously with to all without finding fault. But when you ask, don't doubt. So yeah. if you don't know what God's telling you to do, if you don't know the girl to ask out, you're an amazing man of God, you're like, well, should I? should I ask her out? If you don't know to go for that job, if you don't know to move to that city, you gotta take James 1.5 so seriously. God is not lying when he says he will give us wisdom and he knows how to reach you. Say, "Oh, how do I hear the voice of God?" God knows how to reach you. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. It could be in a dream. It could be in just, you know, you're doing your skincare like I was just I heard from God. I was doing my skincare, guys. Don't limit God, but mm-hmm. ask and he will give you wisdom.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love thank you for talking thank about fasting you and prayer. Yeah. Fasting has absolutely changed our lives. I have yet to experience it. Oh, you don't. Oh, come on. It's awful that no. I haven't done it yet. Never fasted it We're going to do it next week. Yeah, we'll all do it no, next we all, week. No, yeah, we'll we will. We'll do a two-day fast. I mean, I... Whoever
0: wants to join us could join us. Yeah. I, oh, maybe oh, we we'll even...
1: You know, and this is know. the thing about fasting is that you're not supposed to I tell know. people um, because it says That's in scripture, true. like, wash your face and don't show up. Don't fast like a hypocrite to show mm-hmm. everyone, oh, look what I'm doing. But, however, I do believe that when it's for educational purposes, and we have and a to point others?
3: Help yeah help we're trying to deny that
1: yeah and like there are churches that will do like a 21 day fast or like a community fast right. or co- as a collective yeah. so maybe we can do that with our collective That'd be cool. listeners That'd be fun. and we can all fast together because I know I have had you guys know insane yeah. stories with fasting where like I'll fast and then it's not in the fast that I see the results of it but it's yeah. afterwards God will literally move wow. miracle like miraculously move like you will know things that you didn't know before you would have been so set on something before and then all of a sudden Everything is flipped upside down because that's what God does. Um, Thank you for speaking to that. I
0: am so, what is the title of your book? The Joy of the In-Between? It's called The Joy of the In-Between, 100 Devotions to Trusting God in Your Waiting Season. I'm so excited to read (laughs) (laughs) that. Do you know when it's coming out? It's coming out March 26th. You can pre-order before then, but if this is, no matter where it's at, March 26th, you can get it from anywhere you buy books.
1: I'm so Well, so this is coming out next week, so it'll be oh, it'll bless. be pre-order still, you, right? Jesus.
0: Yes, it will be pre-order. So if you pre-order, you get a bonus Bible study series because I want you to get in the Word. So if you want to pre-order, get go to thehoneyscoop.com backslash book. Or if you want to join the launch team, you can do thehoneyscoop.com slash launch. You can pre-order the book there, and you can get all these free bonuses because... I'm not holding out on you. Uh, It'll be out soon. Here is so cute.
1: I love that so much. Where are we at? Two forty-seven
0: three. Um, you guys are such a gift.
1: Oh, I love you. I mean, you. this whole
0: conversation has just been like, God. Yeah. yeah. Boy, I mean, when you blessing. sit at this table, is there it's something God. about
1: sitting at this table? I'm telling
0: you. That I, makes me. I mean. was I kind of like. God was just, the Holy Spirit just takes over.
2: That's why After we, we love prayer, it here, sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, we
1: yeah. can't leave yeah. it.
0: Yeah, he just yeah. took it.
1: I'm yeah. telling you we walk in here so and I, we I, I know it's a, it's a, it's like that, you know, whenever yeah. no matter where you are God shows up but like I literally sometimes we get we walk in here and it's not the room there are another, there's <laughs> we're the only faith-based podcast that records <laughs> that's here that's for so sure. Fun. Yeah, our producer is not like a devout Hallelujah. Christian. But like we come here and I swear God comes in here. With, it's insane. It's so fun. Cuz you take him with you.
0: It's yeah. so and, cool. he and he's everywhere reaching everywhere you go, isn't that fun? I mean, as <laughs> I when I was at the send with you guys and just seeing the people been affected by your podcast. Oh, like so, me like seeing y'all literally like come up to them. Like keep so when you see them you in guys. public, keep doing it. Because one, it's just so cool to see what the Lord is doing yeah. with y'all's show and just you guys being bold. S- speaking really about brave. raw, real things, yeah. I mean, we need that. We need that now. We need it now. It's more than too ever cookie cutter sometimes. It's yeah. safe. Get it's real. It's safe. Yeah. Get real. That's yeah, the only thing. Testimonies, safe. real, raw. That's the only thing that will literally deliver people, yes. save lives. Yes. Oh, oh, thank you, you so much. much. About yes. you
1: guys. We really do. Yeah. I, I do. I'm so grateful for you guys. I want to speak. Sorry, we're the most physically afflicted so people I've time. ever met. I do want to speak. So, Ali, you have a podcast called Christ with Coffee on Ice. Yeah. Which is just such a cute name, and I want you to speak a little bit because we have a little time. I want you to speak a little because you used to have a podcast called um, Girly Pop. Girly Popcast.
2: I love that story you told us. By the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I
1: s- left that out of my testimony. I no, mean, well, I think can you tell us a little of what you do, you guys, please? My girl yeah. is like she. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. I love but like you. my girl, like I is like you. she's ch- she's on the charts. <laughs> she's like they're they're surprised. Surprised. They're she, they're was, she was. number one for the trailer of her. Like <laughs> yeah, she literally went to went, the, it was
3: number one in, like Christian is, and religious whatever category. That's
1: insane. Yeah, and it's because you are so you are literally one of the easiest person to. People to listen to. I love, I love you. Y- no, even I, as I, her
0: friend, I'm like, just keep talking. No,
1: sometimes you are know, so anointed Sometimes so I leave my phone on to one of your videos, to one of your like Instagram <laughs> reels, and it'll just keep going it's and so going. So and, and I just like listening to it. I'm not kidding. I don't know no, why. She Lord such bless a good me voice. with a mouth that just talks a lot. I've always had. I just always have talked a lot. It's, it's such so
3: a gift, annoying.
1: using it. Yeah. It's such a gift because yeah, we
3: do is. this
0: together. You do it alone. How, how do you do it alone? Like oh, you, you, you have a megaphone, like yeah, it's like. I just
3: sit alone and, and I you're, just be talking. And it's so amazing though. Really. I'm talking to y'all, but you no, know, no,
0: it's amazing. It's special. You need to share yeah, that story. Cool.
3: Yeah. Um. So basically, when my TikTok started to take off, um, and I told you guys that I just like loved to pour into people, so I was just. Speaking light into people encouraged me. It was also during COVID, so it was a really dark time. And I was like, you know what? The, the internet needs light. Like, even if it's just as simple as, like, hey, you're going through a breakup, sister. I see you. Hey, girly pop. Like, that was, like, the beginning of my videos is I would be like, hey, girly pop. And I would, like, literally talk directly to the person. It was, like, very intentional, yeah. you know? And it was, it was with so much love. Like, I just wanted to love people. And I would encourage them through whatever they were facing, you know? And so then... Um, It was funny because my followers would like leave all these comments and they'd be like, I could listen to you talk for way longer than 60 seconds, like you need a podcast. Like they said, you need a podcast, and I said, Okay. And again, this is well this is before I met the Lord, like maybe a year and a half before I met the Lord. And I was like, Okay. And so I started a podcast and I was like, Well, I call everybody girly pop, and like 97% of my demographic are women. So I was like, Girly pop cast, right? Wow. And so the whole podcast was basically like um, you know, my, my listeners would uh, email, like, whatever they were going through, and we would just read through whatever hardship they were going through. It's usually relationships, you know, family stuff, everything, like, navigating college, navigating your teenage years, just all of it, right, and it's all women, and um, I, uh, I would sit there, and I would just, like, help people get through it, and sometimes I'd be like, hey, listen, I don't actually even really know what to <laughs> say to this, because I've never experienced this, and who am I to tell you how to get through this, especially if I haven't personally experienced yeah. it, but I would just, like, I would just encourage people. and I would, If anything, I'm, I just wanted to create a space where people felt heard and they just felt like they had somewhere to get it out, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, and so then Jesus completely flipped my life upside down and I have this podcast where I'm giving very worldly advice yeah. because that's all I knew. And um, my heart started to change. And so when oh, people would write in about so stuff, much, I would be like, they'd be like, how do I find my worth? I don't know what to do with my life. I'm depressed, I'm facing this, I'm not enough, right? And I I would, I started to bring Jesus into it a little bit because I was like, I can't lie. Like if you guys are asking what Allie would do, this is what Allie does. This is what I've been doing. This is what's been working for me, right? And I've only been in my journey for a few months and it was kind of scary, but I would kind of, and I did it in such a safe way where in the beginning I'd be like, if you believe in God, if you believe in the universe, whatever you want. (laughs) Bless your heart, Allie. I
1: was so uh, afraid, I was so scared. I
3: was literally like, I don't know how to do this. But I said, but for me, I was like, Jesus, be doing it. Like, he's doing it for me. And so um, I started to throw little nuggets, and I was getting good feedback, but I was also getting that negative feedback, where people were like, okay, we came here for not Jesus, though. So, like, stop talking about him so wow. much. And then it became, because I opened that door though, there were a lot of people that were writing in about Jesus. Wow. And so I felt conflicted, because I was like, okay, well some people don't wanna hear anything about it, but obviously people wanna hear more because everyone keeps writing in and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that you mentioned your, face because, your faith because I'm going through this. And mm-hmm. it was like, I was getting so much Jesus stuff, and I'm like, well what do I do? I can't turn girly Popcast into this Jesus, like that's not what I built it on. And so I just was like going through such a war, and so I remember sitting in my apartment in LA, And I was like, God, what do I do? Like, I just want to boast about you. Like, I literally just want to explode about you. I'm done feeling like I have to, like, hold back or restrain my excitement or be like, well, I talked about Jesus last week, so I can't talk about it again this week. Like, I hated that feeling. And so I literally, it was so clear and it was immediate. I felt the Lord. I was sitting right at my kitchen table and I felt him say, well, then create a space where it's just about us. Have another podcast. And I said, two? And he was like, yeah. Yeah. And I felt like that was him being like, "Let me just like let her have this where she thinks she oh, can sorry. do two podcasts. We'll let her do that for a couple months, and then she'll realize that she needs to be going down this road." Because at first I was like, I felt the Lord be like, "Yeah, you can do two podcasts," but I feel like that was his grace because like no, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. It was literally getting exhausting, yeah. and it was so clear that my heart was so in this new podcast about Jesus than it was girly podcast. Like I wasn't even really hardly looking, which is awful because I love those mm-hmm. listeners and I love those people so much. But like my heart was not in that type yeah. of you know content, and so. I was like, well, God, what do I call it? Like, this is so exciting. I'm going to start a new podcast. Like, whatever, God, I can do anything through you. And so it was like I was, on, I was on my laptop, and I was like, what rhymes with Jesus? What rhymes with Christ? And then ice came up. And it was like, I'm telling you guys, I knew I was starting a new podcast, and I knew the name of it within 20 minutes. Like, this all happens, like, in seconds. And I was like, Christ with coffee on ice. That's the wow. cutest thing I've ever heard in my life. And so I started it, and then I probably tried to juggle both podcasts for, like, two months. And then I was like, I got to be honest with my listeners. And I, I made like a, a podcast episode where I was like, y'all, I got to really bring this to the Lord. Like, I'm feeling really overwhelmed, whatever. And then moved to Nashville. And I already knew. Like, I already knew the Lord was like, you're going to go full time with this. Kind of broke the news to everybody that I was getting rid of Curly Podcast. I deleted it off of all my platforms wow. too. Wow. Which I didn't even end up doing for a little bit after I announced that I wasn't going to do it. Because I was like, I don't know, God, like, should I delete it? Like, But I felt like a lot of, the advice I was giving is just not who I am anymore, and I would hate to think that somebody would find it. Not that it was bad; like it was all with love, but it's just not who I am anymore. So it's like I wouldn't want anyone. That stuff is out there forever, like mm-hmm. on a pod. Did you take? All, you, I so took, you, it all you down. took it all down. It's all down. Wow. And now we're just full. And I, I felt like God was like, "We need to commit to this. Me done. Like this is it. Like yeah. thi- like girly podcast walked so we could run here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it got you ready. It did, and like the way that. That like my trailer was number. One. I was like, God, you're in this. Like, I thought Girly Popcast was successful. The Lord has been so in this, like,
0: no, it's and blown we were we had just become mind. friends, and you. I remember, guys. She was voicing me saying. I think uh, I think God wants me to start a podcast just about him, yeah. and I'm just going to do I it. I like, are like, And then you were like, you know, Ashley, I just don't even want to sleep. Yeah. I just want to do this. It's I so fun. I Like, I mean, there was not a lot of strategy, I'm I, I and I just want to give God oh, so much glory yeah. there because some have people been. are like, well, I see a gap in the market, and I want to do this. It's like, no, literally, you I just felt woke the up Lord, and, I started and you started it, and then yeah. he said number one. And it's like... God, God gets so much glory with that. Yeah, it's, you
2: can see it in your eyes. You are just. Can I, can I just
0: say? Do you know what I love so much?
1: <laughs> okay. Come you know I want to know because, like, you uh, uh, since being in this like Christian space, which we're yeah. so grateful for, we love it so much. We've met so many people. We've been to the South so much. We meet so many people from <laughs> You're the so South. We go to, to the, the Bible Belt. we go to the Bible Belt. Bible. <laughs> and, and, and like Ari and I aren't from a world where people. Have parents that are pastors, and that's why they became pastors. We come from a world where, like, if we know people that know Jesus a lot of the time, like they just kind of met him, they've lived a life of darkness, they've lived a life of sin, Mm -hmm. they've lived a life according to what the world and society Mm -hmm. says to do, and then they found Jesus. And, like, when we started doing what we're doing, we're not. You know, we won't get into it too much, but there was a lot of things of, of a lot of people saying like they just became Christians, they should not have this platform. Or they oh, just that's like not they well and, and Ari wow. and I I mean bringing Jesus bringing us girls gone Bible not only do we help people it's so crazy for us to say that we help other people because this podcast mm. in and of itself is what made us elevate in our faith this is what made us change but when we first started this podcast we were not living right by the word like we were not doing everything the way that we love Jesus so much and we've had this it was genuine, life from che- the beginning well, yes yeah. but it's just like and so you started this podcast where you Thank have you another God. podcast and you're giving this worldly advice mm. and I'm sure any <laughs> everybody or anybody would want to disqualify you from cuz i was doing both right and but yeah. like god's great that's why god's His grace, grace is, is so good, good. because he needs that sees we, the end product like he sees he, he sees, sees where the, you're going to be i think about the how gracious he was with us that even when we started the podcast <laughs> i was still thinking well i'm still not going to give that up i'm sorry sure god you want me to do this i'll wow. do it but i'm still going to have this i'm still going to have this yeah. and he would literally like if that was me if i was the dad i would be like okay then you're a bad kid and i'm not letting you have this yeah. massive blessing in your life but he was like, No, I know your heart and I know you'll get there eventually. Oh and like, God. so he saw you and he was like, No, I know where you're going to be. I know what I'm so going to It's that like track. Peter, he was like, I'm going to let
3: that like, on to this for a second. Yeah, talk about I the mean,
0: universe for a little bit, but then. <laughs> no, no, are you kidding she, But what's uh, cool is like, God makes us leaders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then because we're leaders, we go, oh, All right, well, I guess I got to let that go because yeah. I'm a leader now. And he looked at Thank Peter, you. he said, Peter Peter was a Peter was not a perfect man and no. he said, Peter, you're gonna be the rock for my church. Wow. Peter Peter had just been made Peter. He was Simon, like yeah, literally true. right before that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like God does that where he takes he takes people, and then and he, he, qu- he qualifies the called. Mm-hmm. But he, he called, what, yeah, yeah, what is he it, though? He was the qualified. He qualifies the called. Yes. So it's a tongue twister. So yeah, he, so he like makes Christ you a leader, it. and when yeah. you're like, oh, my goodness, God, you're blessing this, you're making me a leader, then you're like, I can't keep doing that. I can't yeah. keep talking about that. i yeah. got to be all in. The conviction's because. conviction's real. But God makes you the leader first. Mm, like, yeah. he tells you that you're the, the rock of the church first, and then you become... And yeah. then Peter steps His into patience, it. It almost like, it
1: forces you to elevate and does. you no know, longer and there are people who will be crushed by the pressure, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I'm sure. But luckily by the strength and grace of God, you we all were in this position where we we're like, oh, I'm being called higher. Okay, okay, I'll go, I'll go, yeah. I'll go. You know what
2: I yeah. mean? And it helps so many people. They're growing with us. Yeah. 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 So many people. Like pe- we're growing together. And it's, honestly, that's like kind of how I started no, it too. I was powerful. Like, okay, guys,
3: listen. I know I'm new. Uh-huh. But I can't stop talking about him. So we're going to do this together. <laughs> yeah. I literally was like, have grace for me, please, because I know I'm new, and maybe you've known Jesus a lot longer than me, but let's just do this together, right? Yeah. And, and like, it gives you, you let's said. grow together. Like, yeah. I'm not sitting here saying I know any more than y'all. Let's just love him together. Yeah. Yeah. There's
2: nothing better
0: than yeah. Amen. And you as guys. you run after Jesus, you're helping mean, millions of people run after Jesus, too. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, even last night at Circuit Riders, these cute girls, they just are running up to Allie in the bathroom, and they're like... Oh, oh my, my gosh! Broken. I love you, Pegasus. I love you, Pegasus. This is, is okay? so God, I you. sweet. Yeah, and it's so, so beautiful. I mean, the anointing is so strong. If you have not listened to Christ with coffee on ice, it's amazing, and we, we can't wait for Christ with coffee on ice cream. There'll be a little debut. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. <laughs> we <laughs> love, <laughs> we're like we're messing around with She's words. gonna have the ice the day cream in we're like, one of these Christ episodes. with coffee on ice
1: cream.
3: Oh my like, So know, cute. Whatever. <laughs> it's <laughs>
0: just. I mean, it's so sweet to see what God is doing, and it's just a blessing to even be here, y'all. know. Yeah, we love you guys so much,
1: y'all. I. I kind of wanted to because we sometimes will lead people in prayer um you know to and say the salvation prayer with us and lead, lead people to Jesus and we haven't done it in a while and I'm wondering if we should do it today just I have it on my heart let's it's been it. a minute um do you, one
2: of you guys want to say the salvation prayer? We'd love it
0: if you I could I do it.
2: Yeah. Why do you want, don't you do say you wanna it? Lead, yeah, yeah. You want yeah. Yeah, to do, do it?
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm honored. Father, we just thank you for the person who is listening to this. Anyone who is under the sound of my voice and you're just, you're done with your old life and you just feel the Holy Spirit tugging at you saying, this is the day that you commit and you go all in and you let, you let it go. Mm -hmm. And so God, we just thank you for this person right now, God. Uh, We're just going to, I just ask that you would uh, repeat after me. Okay. So Lord, I, I admit that I am a sinner. Mm -hmm. I admit that I need your grace. Mm. God, I believe that you sent your son, Jesus to die on the cross for my sins. Yes. I believe that he resurrected and he rose three days later and that he is now one with the father so that I can be in relationship mm-hmm. with this God, with my heavenly father. God, I, I confess my sin to you, and I want to live my life with you now. God, thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. In
1: Jesus' name. name.
0: Whoa, some of y'all just got saved. (laughs) Let's
1: go. Some Uh, of y'all. Holy Spirit, activate. Heaven is... Rejoicing. Wow. I'm so happy. Jesus, thank you so much. You guys, whoever is listening, if you just said that prayer for the first time, we're so proud of you. You have no idea what's to come. Beautiful things and maybe some hard things too. Yeah. There is a possibility for an attack on your life and your faith in this time. But I just really encourage you to get plugged into a church Read the Bible. Listen to more podcasts. Read the Bible before you do anything and listen to anything, yes. though. And listen to sermons and get close to Jesus. We love you guys so much. Ali and Ashi, thank you so much you. for coming thank on. You. We love you. Guys. So much. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he turn his face towards you and give you peace, Amen. not as the world gives, but the way that Jesus gives peace. In Thank Jesus' name, Jesus we love Jesus. you, we guys love so, you guys much. so much. We
2: love you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you, girls. oh